This is the weekly update with the Bournemouth Daily Echo. And of course in the company of the Associate Editor, Andy Martin. Good morning to you, Andy. A very good morning to you, Blair. A bright, a bright day today. And uh, so, uh, newspapers, I believe that we're, we're cancelling things. Uh, I know there was a lot of speculation about would things like the, the Air Festival and so on go ahead, but the decision has been made, hasn't it? Yes, it, it was announced yesterday. So, it's a, a big story, well, a big story on the website yesterday, uh, and of course in the paper today because the paper was, uh, uh, was, was done before, um, well, yesterday's paper was done before the announcement. So yes, um, it's a, it's a, it's a tough one, isn't it? You know, um, I don't think anybody would be hugely surprised that some of these events aren't going forward because uh, of, of everything that we know. Uh, so not not the biggest surprise in the world, but obviously, well, it depends on your point of view, doesn't it? A lot of I was I've just been reading the comments on the website, and of course, uh, some some people are very disappointed, and it's it is a blow to the economy without question. Um, but it was interesting to read about a um, number of people who've been posting saying, well. The town will be quieter, and you know it'll, it won't have such an effect on the uh, on the climate, etc., uh, etc. Et so there's a there's a very very mixed bag of response to this. But I think one does have to accept that you know thousands, well millions of people go to uh, well million people go to the air festival. You've got the BSO concert, which is a great highlight uh, of uh, of the summer, the Christchurch Food Festival. So that there will be a huge amount of disappointment. If if uh, if a certain amount of inevitability, I think, mm. and I suppose also that it must be a nightmare from a planning point of view. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about it even for my own holidays. You're probably the same, you know. I mean, we haven't booked holiday into the back end of August, but but I mean, really, you know, I, I guess that you don't get the holiday companies or or any of the event organisers coming out quickly. They're they're obviously waiting to see what happens, and even in what we know right now, it's all very conditional on the 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 R. Uh, factor remaining, uh, you know, below one, isn't it? Yeah, yes, absolutely. And uh, I, I have to say, holidays were a little bit of a sore point with me because I should have been flying to Vienna today. Oh dear. Uh, well, yes, but uh, to, to go and see the uh, see, see the Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra. But uh, of course, you know, that's that's a, that's a a tiny a tiny issue in comparison with the great problems that have been caused by the virus. And yes. Again, I think uh, you, you put the uh, you put your finger on it there. Lots of people would would love to, to dream about going on a summer holiday and getting away from everything and and, uh, and, and a much needed break. But it's so up it's so up in the air that um, people would would probably be best advised not to book anything just yet. I would say. Yeah, and, and of course, a lot of people, of course, have booked, and the question for them is, you know, will they get their money back, or, or will they be able to transfer their holiday? But, of course, what the other worrying factor is, like, I mean, TUI, for example, have just announced that they're laying off 800 uh, of their staff uh, today, and Carnival uh, yesterday, you know, so there are very large numbers of staff uh, being laid off, and it does make you think, well, you know, what's the security of these companies like? Will there, will there be a company, uh, will there be an airline to take me to where I want to go, you know? Yeah, and I think again, I think you're right, and it's and it, it, um, clearly that the, the, the travel and the, the wrapping up the travel industry and the hospitality industry is in one in one one sort of sector. There is so much uncertainty about what that will look like afterwards. Which airlines will fly? Which airlines will go out of business? And cruise lines, and you know, coach companies, and and and, and restaurants and bars. It's just you know, it must it must be an incredibly worrying time for anybody involved in that sector. And of course, it's a huge sector, isn't it? You know, thousands, oh, yeah. tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of jobs. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I can certainly understand the, the worry there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, people, I mean, 
you know, those of us who are, who those of us are, you know worried about whether we can go on holiday or not is a, is a, is, a, is a minor distraction compared to the yes to the the, the general issues. And, ov- and obviously, I think we technically, I think we're in recession now, aren't we? I, I, I yes. believe so. Um, you know, a little, more, more bad news, but again, a, a, a huge amount of inevitability about that. Uh, mm. The question is whether you know who we believe in terms of how quickly we'll bounce back, whether it will be slow or, or, or rapid. Uh, so yeah. Now, obviously, another another preoccupation of of yourself because you've been writing about it uh, is the is the future of the of the high street. What what's prompted your 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 article that you're in the paper on that, Andy? Well, I I I, I um, work with uh, good friends uh, at the town centre bid uh, to put a column together every week about. Uh, the, re- the resetting of the economy. We've been doing this for a few weeks, so since the beginning of the, um, the lockdown, actually, yep. uh, to keep businesses and people informed about what's happening. Uh, and so this week, we the, the article will be published uh, tomorrow, so um, I won't give too much away, but um, uh, it's looking at what will the high street look like, because obviously June the 1st, there'll be some further restrictions lifted uh, and more, more shops and, and other outlets opened. Uh, but what the question we're asking tomorrow is what will the high street look like? Um, how will the social distancing measures be observed or policed, both inside the shops and outside the shops? What are the protocols? Um, you know, will there be one-way pedestrian uh, systems in the town centre, for example, to keep traffic, uh, 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 people, people yeah. flows safe? Um, you know, availabilities of things like hand sanitizers. Um, all those kind of things. How, how, will we, how will we behave in the town centres? And I think, crucially, um, how do we get people to come back to the town centres? Uh, to, how can we give them the confidence that it's safe to come back? Because, obviously, a lot of people will be worried, as we know from opinion polls last week, and lots of people are already concerned about going back to normal life uh, in the high streets or, or wherever. So I think there's a big challenge. It's all very well that the, the shop's opening up and the other, uh, the other retailers opening up. But if people aren't coming back because mm-hmm. they're not convinced it's mm-hmm. safe to do so, then that's going to be a big problem. And course, so we're looking at all that tomorrow. And the shops, of course, were, were challenged before because the high street was, you know, having many, many challenges before. So I guess that everything that is now happening is has just exasperated all of all of those challenges that that were there before. Yeah, I, I, absolutely right. I and mean, I think it, just before the lockdown, um, I'm not sure if I've got my timing exactly right, but Beals closed, didn't it? Yeah. Um, not uh, not just a, perhaps just a few days before that. So I think there will be a lot of a lot of interest uh, and a lot of concern about what the high street will look like when it reopens. Um, clearly, some business pro- businesses probably won't reopen. Uh, and um, you know, again, what what will it look like in in, in a month, in two months, in six months? Uh, so again, another another huge worry for the economy and for people's livelihoods. So all of that in the pages of the Echo tomorrow. Yes, doesn't, doesn't sound very uplifting, does it? <laughs> no, well, well, I mean, you do do your bit on terms of uplifting stuff. Do you do you look for some you know stories to put a smile on our face as well? Oh yes, always. I mean, I, and I think uh, I think um, you know one of one of one of the key things. Um, in the last few weeks has been the fantastic work that's been done in the community by community groups and individuals to raise money. Oh, and I, I was walking down at Muddiford the other day and there's this um, a, a, an amazing sort of, you, you call it an art installation. People have been painting stones and putting them on uh, on the beach there and there's this huge installation of 
um, messages and, and coloured stones, which which is which every time I see it, it makes me smile. So I think we we've all got to look for the, the great yeah. stuff that's been going on uh, by everybody. So yeah, we, we we definitely we definitely need more of that. Really do. For more information and to hear the latest update, visit hopefm.com forward slash daily echo.